0: You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on
1: ABC, channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. We are in 1 Samuel, chapter 1, in verse 11 it says, "Uh, Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on my affliction of your maidservant, and remember me, and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. So she had been praying for years, but now in verse 11, she prays something different. She gets to the place where she'd been praying and praying and praying, and now she's like, you know what, God, I'll give the child back to you. Uh, And, and, uh, you know, she says, no razor will come upon his head, and, and that speaks of the Nazarite vow. And, you know, She's saying, look, I will consecrate him to you. He'll serve you, and he'll be completely consecrated to you. When Hannah said, no razor will come on his head, we don't know exactly how the Lord spoke to Hannah, but this is where the Lord wanted to bring her to, to this place. Now, after she prays in verse 17, uh, then Eli answered and said, go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked him. And she said, let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. So she goes to church, and she's praying, and the priest says, okay, God's gonna answer your prayer. Now by faith, she accepts the word of the Lord, and now she's eating, she's happy, and she is, you know, uh, trusting that God has answered her prayer. Now notice what she does next in verse 19. Then they rose early in the morning and worship before the Lord. She gets up early, and she worships the Lord, and now she's no longer sad. She's eating. She had breakfast, and she's rolling, and by faith, she's worshiping the Lord and thanking God, but notice nothing has changed yet in the physical realm, right? God said, I'm going to answer your prayer, but nothing has changed. Now, some of us think, well, I need to wait until I see it before I'm giving thanks for it, but we know biblically that we can give thanks by faith that God is going to work it out. Remember when Paul and Silas were in prison? They were Thanking the Lord, worshiping him, that God was going to take care of things. They had no idea what was coming next. They didn't know they were going to get broke out, right? But so, too, she's walking by faith. And that's what we do. When we come to church and we're thanking the Lord and thinking about all of his goodness in our lives, and we're looking forward to the great things he has in store, we're walking by faith. And we're trusting by faith that he's going to work things out. Even when you're in a situation that looks terrible and it looks like this is just the worst thing ever, God is working. God is working. And, and he is moving on your behalf. And so by faith, we keep going forward. You know, I was thinking about how did I ever become a pastor and get to this place? Well, I was thinking about this the other day. What happened in my life was something really bad happened. Now, it wasn't me or my family, but somebody else did something. And, and that, that, you know, started a chain of events that caused me to eventually start working at another church and, and then, you know, getting involved in ministry and then becoming a pastor and then, bam, here I am right? But you know, in my mind, the beginning of that chain that caused me to become a pastor was this thing that I thought was the worst thing ever. You know, I called my friend Don McClure, the guy who told us about the banker, way back when this thing happened. I said, Don, this is just terrible. And he's like, oh, God's going to work it out for good. And I was like, yeah, I wanted to hang up on him. Like, but I thought I was in my 20s and, you know, he was old. He was like 38 or something. I thought I better not hang up on him. So I didn't hang up on him, but You know, sometimes bad things happen, and we think it's terrible. We think it's the worst thing ever, but we have to walk by faith. The Bible says in Hebrews 11.1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is having faith in things that you don't see. You don't know what's going to happen, right? But your trust is in God. Everybody has their faith in something. You want to put your faith in God, right? Not in your bank account, not in any other thing, but in God. In Hebrews 11.6, it says, But without faith... It is impossible to please God, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So if you want to please the Lord, you've got to walk by faith, right? You have to trust that his word is true. You have to trust that what he says is going to come about. Now, For Hannah, she's trusting the Lord. And in verse 20, it says, So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked for him from the Lord. Now the word Samuel means asked of God because she prayed and asked God for him. Now, here's the question. Why did God delay? He delayed Hannah's prayers until she got to the place where she wanted to do what he wanted to do. And I think when you're in that place, that's when God always answers your prayer. God gave her more than just a son. Samuel became one of the greatest leaders in the history of the nation of Israel. I mean, as we're gonna read as we go through the book of Samuel, that Samuel brought spiritual revival to the nation of Israel, brought them back to God. I mean, and he did great things for the kingdom of God. And, and she didn't know that, right? And sometimes the Lord does not answer our prayers when we want to because he has a better plan. And sometimes we have... A hard time perceiving that we sometimes can't comprehend that God wants to do something greater than we can think, and why does that? Well, sometimes we have, you know, just thoughts that are not as big as what God wants to do. And in fact, the Bible says in Ephesians three twenty, now to him who was able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Now, how often do you think that that God wants to do exceedingly abundantly above? all that you can ask or think, right? See, God wants to do great things in your life that are far beyond what you can imagine. And you think, well, how can God do, what is that? What is it What God wants to do far beyond what I can imagine? Well, I don't know, you can't imagine it. That's why you can't understand it, right? But how do you get there? By faith. You have to pray and not give up. Keep seeking the Lord. And perhaps the Lord is delaying answering some prayer of yours because perhaps the Lord is wanting to change something in your life. Perhaps he wants to change direction. Maybe he wants you to do something different. He wants to, well, you have to completely surrender to him and say, God, I will do whatever you want me to do. Go wherever you want me to go. Say whatever you want me to say. And when you surrender to that, and then the Lord says to you, well, how about this? And then then you say, Oh, is that from you, God? And then, okay, Lord, if that's your will, I want to do your will. And when you do that, you begin to experience amazing things. And God wants to bring us into harmony with his will. Quite often, Christians say, well, how do I know what God's will is? Well, the way you find out is by completely surrendering to him. Lord, I will do whatever you want me to do. We need to know that God loves us, he's on our side, and he's going to work things out. Now, when you think about God's delaying and and answering your prayer, you say, well, how long is it going to take, Pastor Bob? Is it going to be more than a week? Is that what you're saying? Well, when you look in the Bible, how long did god delay with abraham now abraham right god said look i'm going to make you know the nation of israel from you the messiah is going to come from your children and god said abraham you're going to have a child jesus remember there uh with mary and martha and lazarus remember in john 11 verse 5 when it says jesus loved martha and her sister and lazarus and so when he heard that lazarus was sick he stayed two more days in the place where he was now you guys know the story they send for jesus hey lazarus is sick Mary and Martha, he loves Mary and Martha, loves Lazarus. So if Jesus loves Mary and Martha, would he delay answering their prayer, answering their request? Answer is yes, he does. In verse 21, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. So Martha tells Jesus, Jesus, I don't know what you think you're doing or who you think you are, <laughs> but if you would have done what I said, then I could have avoided this whole trial, right? I don't, and really for all of us, that's our big concern, Right? We don't want any difficulty at trial. We don't want any of that, right? And, and there in verse 3, therefore the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, behold, the one who you love is sick. In verse 4, Jesus heard and he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. So at first glance, it seems like Jesus is wrong because he doesn't go to Bethany and he doesn't, you know, he, he waits and Lazarus has been dead for four days. For four days, it seems like Jesus is, is wrong in what he said. Because he said to him, hey, it's not unto death. And now they're like, well, look, he died, Jesus. You said he's not going to die. He's dead. You're wrong. Right? Wrong. Right? Because <laughs> the circumstances said one thing. Lazarus is gone. Jesus said, Lazarus is not gone. Right? And, and those of you who've read the whole story, you know what happens. Jesus comes and, you know, says, where is he? Well, he's in the grave. You're too late. Jesus, you're wrong. You said it wasn't going to be this way, and it is this way. And what does he say? Hey, Roll away the stone. Where's he at? And then they said, oh, you know, but he stinketh, right? And the King James. Like, we don't want to roll that stone away. He's been in there four days, right? But Jesus wanted to do something greater than they could imagine. Now, I think it's important for us to realize that there are times in life, there are circumstances that we face that seem to contradict what God's Word says. Well, if God's Word says this, why is this happening? Well, I think that's why he allowed it to happen with Lazarus and Mary and Martha. He loved them. And things didn't go the way they wanted at first, but then ultimately it worked out. Now, how many are cool with God saying, okay, I'll answer your prayer in 25 years? We don't realize that God works in our lives in ways that we don't understand. And and then we're gonna read about King David here in Samuel. And remember that God told David, you're gonna be the king of Israel. And you know how long it was before he became the king of Israel? First, Saul tries to kill him multiple times, hunt him down. He's on the run. He's a fugitive. It's like, God, I thought you said I was going to be the king. I'm a fugitive, right? Did that make sense? Well, it was 10 years before David became the king of Israel. But that is what we see in the scriptures when You know, we live in this world, right? There's an enemy. There's a spiritual battle. And God is working and moving. And and sometimes God delays because he needs to change us. Sometimes we're not ready for what's coming. Sometimes he wants to change our direction. He wants us to go in a different direction. Sometimes he needs to change other people or change the circumstance. And so I would encourage you, don't be discouraged when God delays answering your prayer, right? It, It is an answer that all fathers say to their kids, yes, no, wait. I said wait to my kids all the time. Can we have dessert? Wait. Till when? Till after you eat dinner. How about right now? No. Wait. Till when? After dinner. What? Wait. (laughs) And sometimes we do the same thing with God. We pray and God says, okay, wait. I can't hear you. I I mean, my kids used to say to me sometimes when I would say, no, you need to wait. They would say, you're not listening to me. I'm like, I'm listening to you. I said, wait. You don't want to hear it. That's why you think I'm not listening. And we could say that to God. God, you're not listening to me. No, I'm hearing you. I said, no. (laughs) No. I I don't receive that. I'm like, where'd you learn that? I go to a Pentecostal church. I don't receive it. Anyway, uh, that's not a thing, (laughs) right? To not receive it when God says no or God says wait. But here's the thing. The Lord loves you. He's working in your life whether you see it or not. And he wants to do great things in your life. You just need to be faithful and be persistent and don't give up. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you so much, God, that you are always with us. Lord, that you never leave us nor forsake us. We thank you, Lord, that... Uh, Hannah was persistent and she didn't give up. Lord, we pray that you would cause us to be people with fortitude. Lord, that we would not be quitters, but that we would be diligent in our seeking you all of our days, knowing, Lord, that you love us, that you have a future and a hope and great things in store for us. And we thank you for that. Help us to grow in our faith. Help us to grow in our understanding and knowledge of your word. Lord, that we would be men and women who represent you well in this world, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you.
1: Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at CalvaryCaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 1030 a.m. on the CW Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you
0: might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services.
1: Today is the day you